I just like the word queer and the word straight, and no one should ever be called fat. I heard an Indian man once say same, same, but different, and he said it so obliviously. He didn't realize the power in his words as he was trying to sell me something. Same, same, but different resonates with me. We are all the same, but still very different. And this became my philosophy in life, because there is no such thing as a one-size-fits-all. What works for me does not necessarily work for you, and vice versa. A quick reality check, male or female, we are all going through the same things, but at a different intensity. We all want to feel that we belong to something and somewhere. And we all seek that one thing we're good at to measure our worth. We all want human affection and most of us want validation. We are human beings and not human doings. We want to feel good. And I don't think I've ever met someone who felt otherwise. Even those who say that they feel dead inside are still in search for something to make them feel alive. Yet we still box ourselves with labels. And that's a very narrow way to live life. After my breakup, it took a while for me to get out of the bubble I was in. Labeling in particular is what I found interesting. The last time I checked, there were a handful of labels. Asexual, straight people, gay people, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, white people, black people, fat people, obese people, and of course, skinny people. But suddenly, and that was a few years ago, they were a whole new set and I was way behind. LGBTQ became LGBTQIA. There were pansexuals, panromantics, polysexuals, and a whole list. And I promise you until today, I probably don't even know what most of them really mean. Last year, I was introduced to the concept of gender neutral, and I liked it. Because in our culture, and many cultures, gender comes with baggage. If you're a male, you have to take on huge responsibilities and be in control of the household. And as a female, you're expected to marry and have children. This is the norm until today. If you're a woman and you wear your hair very short, there's a high chance that somebody may call you sir. And if you're a male who carries himself differently than what society presumes is masculine, then you may be called gay. Let's be honest, we all know that this happens. My experience with labels started at a very young age. Just like any young girl, I was trying to understand what my feelings meant. I had crushes on both genders growing up, and I remember feeling excited and scared. Now, unfortunately, in my childhood, my late father was not careful with the content he exposed his daughters to. So I was a little ahead of girls my age in the sex department, which was not healthy. I knew too much too soon because I saw too much. In my teens, I navigated through my sexual orientation thinking I was the only one. I tried to seek comfort in finding labels that suited me the most. And every time I thought I nailed who I was, well, my journey to self-discovery showed me not. Fast forward into my 20s and 30s, I had the best time of my life dating and flirting with beautiful people. But... I was still trying to find shelter and identity under a label that could best define me. Till today, well, today I understand that I was trying to grasp the confidence I didn't have because I didn't know how to be me. Until one day, I had pause. Something didn't feel right with what I was doing. But what was I really doing? 
I had no idea. I was in search for something and I wasn't finding it on the internet. Labels carry a weight and they feel heavy. And up until recently, I thought I was the only one who felt that way because people all around me seemed attached to labels. And with labels, to me at least, come abuse, discrimination and criticism. Now, this is just sexual identity. Let's look at other kinds of labels. Have you ever been called fat or ugly? I have, and it sucks. These kinds of criticism hit you harder when you don't know your self-worth. It's so easy to believe that you are ugly when you let others measure your own beauty. This is the price of not knowing yourself or knowing who you are and what you bring to the table. Enter people-pleasing and getting further away from your true identity. I'll give you an example of what happened to me when I got called fat and overweight and I believed it. I believed it so much, I manifested it. I was overweight, but worst of all, I didn't carry myself well. I presented myself poorly. But I I was so focused on finding that one box that fit me so I could call myself that and be that person with those guidelines. The vicious cycle of dieting began and I stopped listening to what my body wants. And I started following diets based on what somebody else was telling me about when and what to eat and how much to eat. How on earth does somebody else know your body and its hunger cues? And why aren't there general guidelines to teach us to own who we are and what we truly want rather than drive us further from listening to our own gut? Uh Uh-huh, but there are. I work with an awesome nutritionist. I stumbled across her Instagram account, and she is the first Arab-Palestinian nutritionist to blame her industry and hold it responsible for people losing their mind-gut connection. She used her own words, but you get the idea. Her Instagram handle is nu underscore path. Her name is Asila Saleh. I'm still navigating my way with her to eating based on my true hunger cues. But I did reflect recently on one thing. When somebody comments on what I eat, it only triggers me if I'm eating from a place of emotional hunger and not body hunger. Emotional hunger doesn't feel right. You're suppressing an emotion. So, of course, you're going to flip when somebody comments on what you're eating, especially if they comment on your weight. I mean, you already feel like crap, so the trigger is an easy target. But more on this episode, more on this on another episode, I'm actually going to try to get a scene in for a quick Q&A. But back to labels, being described as fat, ugly, a sex bomb, gay, fag, a lesbo, black or white is really, truly disrespectful. People are entitled to a personal life with preferences. And guess what? It is none of anyone's business. Love is a basic human affection. Who the hell are we to tell somebody else who to love and how to love? I think the only time to intervene is when we see abuse of any kind. Otherwise, mind your own business. You wouldn't want to be judged when you are vulnerable. And the beauty in love is vulnerability. When it comes to how we present ourselves, every one of us gets to choose how to carry themselves and work their way to a better version of themselves. It's called their journey. So why do I dislike labels? Because when we use labels as a prime description, we promote inequality and we put ourselves in boxes. It becomes everybody's business and enter chaos. We are fighting inequality, 
Yet we label ourselves as different when we stop becoming people. And we become straight people, gay people, bisexual, fat, ugly, etc. And this becomes our main identity. I'm not saying hide who you are. If you want to hold hands with your partner and make out on the streets, that's your business. If the country you're in doesn't penalize you. But a quick reality check. Kissing a man or a woman publicly may result in tasmiya haki, at the very least. And it's usually not very nice. And this applies to mostly everybody. When we see a couple, a man and a woman kissing on the streets, we can't help but look at them. The man may get away with it, but women? They probably get called cheap and easy, and suddenly respect for her is lost. And in our culture, she's treated as a used item. And when we see two men or two women holding hands, ya habibi, it usually leads to the words fag, queer, khawal, boya. Does that sound right to you? Maybe it does. The majority may disagree with me, and this may be a very unpopular opinion, but I'm going to push with more. Instead of labels, why don't we use qualities to describe people? Jay Shetty said that there are more positives than negatives when we name good qualities in people. So the next time you want to call someone fat, use kinder words. Say she's full. You want to say that somebody has big breasts? She has generous breasts. Instead of calling somebody ugly, why don't you say she's not my type or he's not for me? Instead of calling somebody fag, just say it for what it really is. He likes men. Instead of calling a woman a lesbian, she prefers dating women. These words still have the same meaning, but are still very different. They're kinder. Hence, same, same, but different, the name of this episode. Words carry their own energy, and this is underestimated. Now, I usually encourage people to take what I say with a pinch of salt, but in this topic in particular, I'm going to ask you to do way more than that. Thank you for listening in. More from me next time.